Hey friend, welcome to Spill It with Rios. Whether it is morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world listening in, we are all about keeping it real. My name is Nerissa, and I'm so excited that you are here. I want to take you on this journey where we sit down and talk about tips on how to achieve your goals while living in the moment and taking those tools to strive forward. So without further ado, let's dive right into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Spill It with Rios, episode two. I'm so excited to talk about this topic with you guys today. And I really think it's going to be very attainable for a lot of you guys that's going to be listening in on this one. So I first thought about this idea for this episode of the podcast. Um, I was actually attempting to put together an acronym for the word goal. How do we see ourselves? How do we define the word goal? But I realized that everyone could have a different outcome or meaning when it comes to acronyms. So I wanted to go a little deeper into the how. How can we set ourselves up to reach our goals? I remember processing my thoughts one time and thought, what isn't normalized today? What does society pin at us regarding what our, quote, tasks need to be? For example, for me, I like to write down what I want to accomplish on different spots, like my planner or a sticky note at my desk at work. So it's basically a constant reminder for me. When I was in college, I learned about a certain tactic. When I sit myself down and think through how I want to accomplish and achieve my goals, that tactic will basically help me to succeed or lead me to a path towards success on what I want to get done. And those tactics are called SMART goals. For those of you who do not know what a SMART goal is, it's basically a guide that helps you go through your goal settings. To break it down even more, SMART is an acronym. And for those of you who don't know me, I actually enjoy acronyms. I just want to point out that I feel like the SMART goal framework is not normalized in our society, or at least it's not recognized um, and shared a lot to our future leaders. And I feel like this is something where us right now, if you're listening in on this podcast, or even if you had like a side thought, I think this is something where if you really want to go for your goal, take action. Take action and use this kind of more of like a a guide or even something that you could use on the side. Be like, okay, let me write this down and go from there. So SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. Therefore, a SMART goal includes all of these criteria to help focus efforts and increase the chances of basically reaching your goal, reaching a goal that you want to attain in your timeline. Living in 2022 now, as a millennial, a married woman, and in a blended family, maneuvering around goals has a strategy in itself. So taking the steps for SMART goals would help me in particular to where I need to be. So it's like we're chatting here, like we're friends, 
out at a Starbucks talking or in a Barnes and Noble at a table just chit-chatting or even on a front porch, my front porch, why don't you? Just having this conversation um, about SMART goals. And SMART goals are important because they help you work with clear intentions and it's not broad. It's not vague and it provides a method to basically help you set benchmarks. They help you cut out any unnecessary or irrelevant work that could take away from what's important. In this time in my life, right now, as I close in on my 20s, I am the kind of person where my SMART goals would be more in a smaller time frame. Like, say, instead of five years, I want to go on a yearly basis. Everybody else can do it on a different time frame. It all depends. But the tactic itself for SMART works with any time frame for anybody. But as you guys know me, I want to dive right in first and break down each acronym, each word, each letter. So let's start with the letter S. <laughs> Specific. This means that you want to state exactly what you want to do. You need to be simple, clear, and not vague. Being specific about your goal defines what you want to achieve. And you ask yourself questions like, what outcomes do I need to see in order to consider my goal accomplished? Who's responsible for it? What steps need to be taken to achieve it? So for example, for me, let's say my specific goal is I want to start a podcast and have the first episode ready by the end of August. Specificity is a solid start. It's not quantifying your goals. It makes it easier to track progress. That's what's important about being specific. Being detailed and descriptive as possible helps this first step in the SMART framework. question I basically want to focus on that I said what needs to be accomplished because it basically spreads out what topic or subject you want to basically get done. So like I said, I'm a mom, I'm a stepmom, I'm a wife, and I am a podcaster. My goals do not match someone who wants to get their PhD in pharmacy who is single and wants to travel. But using the SMART framework, person A and person B can use this be, can be specific, but they don't have to have the same outcome. They have their own outcome. And what's important is you want to be as specific as possible. This leads me to the letter M in the framework. Measurable. So when you start something, you also need an ending point. You need a time frame. And that's where measurable comes out to play. How will you decide whether the goal is completed or not? How is it evaluated whether or not the goal was or can be achieved? So for me, for this podcast, let's continue. I want to take an hour or two each day to prepare for every episode, whether it's brainstorming ideas 
ideas for what the topic would be or just sitting down like I am right now and recording the podcast itself. That's just a little example on my end, but what I want to emphasize for this part of the framework is that everyone's time frame is different. So if I say that I record or work on my podcast one or two hours each day, someone else could be working on their podcast and probably can work on it an hour every other day or twice a week for two hours for twice a week two hours one day two hours the other day it all depends on what is available to you so you don't have to follow what everyone's free time is like it's towards your free time here is where i mean that time frame and seeing that getting from the starting point to your end point is very important so we have three people this example we have three people who want to attend college they want to attend a public university and they all want to major in creative writing person a is in their mid-20s single and is a full-time student started college late because they have a full-time job. Person B is in their late 30s, currently a freshman in college with the status as that, married, I believe I said that, and has two kids with a full-time job. Person C started college, they are currently probably in their early 20s, about to graduate college, and also not working and live at home. So the free time for person A, person B, and person C are all completely different because we don't know what their social life is like. We don't know what their life at home is like. We don't know what is going on in the in-between, which is why it's very important that regardless of your situation, regardless of your, I guess, scenario, to put in that perspective, you can get your goals done at your own pace and at your own measurable time. The third part of the framework is attainable, achievable. How likely is it that your goal can be accomplished? You need to be able to say something or to say to somebody that you agree that your hard work can be achieved. This part of the framework is your reality check. Is my goal realistic? Is the objective something I can reasonably accomplish? Is my goal attainable? Can I get to it? Can I finish it? It's like I don't want to sit here and tell you guys, yes, this episode is going to be published the same exact day. It is July 31st, 2022, and I'm recording this. This is real time for me, but am I going to post this episode on July 31st, 2022? Most likely not. Why? Because I know that goal is not attainable. I have my own goal and when I want to post this episode. Because there will be roadblocks. There will be some setbacks, which is why it is important to give yourself enough heads up make sure that your goal is attainable 
very straightforward and very upfront. Fourth part is realistic. So you don't want to set goals or say you're going to do something that's not attainable for your family to achieve or for yourself to achieve. Does it make a difference to the overall objectives if the goal is met? How relevant is it? Here's where you need to think about the big picture in alignment with the third part of the framework. You want to basically be realistic. You want to see why are you setting the goal that you're setting? Why am I setting the goal that I'm setting? I don't want to sit here and basically, for example, say to my husband, I'm going to record this episode. I'm going to post it. I am going to write the next episode and the episode after that and put bullet points on what I want to talk about. I am also going to write a blog all in one day. Now, please, can someone tell me how realistic is that? Because for me, with a current five-month-old being married for almost three years and also having two teenagers and a preteen, on top of that, having a full-time job and knowing that I want to work on this podcast and put my time, any free time that I have, can I realistically get three episodes done in one day? For me, the reality is, no. That is my reality check. In my head, I want to get those things done. I know I can get those things done. In my checklist. But realistically, can I really get those stuff done in one day? Maybe two days with the schedule that I have? And to answer that for myself, no, I cannot. It's unrealistic. It's impossible. Because, yes, it's possible for me to get the stuff done, but not in a very crunched time frame where I lose time with my family as well. I'll lose time for myself. And I'll lose time basically enjoying recording episodes, enjoying doing this podcast. And this is a nice segue to the last part of the SMART framework, time. I love how this part, at least for me, I like to connect time with the second part of the framework, which is measure. Time is basically you want to set amount aside in which you want to see a result. This is actually where I crumble so much because I'll give myself a little more breathing room and then I double it. So in short terms, I procrastinate. I take advantage of time instead of putting time aside and sticking to it. You need to have a time-related parameter so that you know that you can stay on track within a designated time frame. I'm an Enneagram 7, so I'm very optimistic about a lot of things. I have so many ideas. I'm all over the place. However, I'm always scattered. I'm very impatient when it comes to getting things done, and I'm very impulsive, to say the least. Favorite line I'd like to tell my husband especially is that I lose focus. I get distracted very easily and still keep my optimism by saying I can get 
this thing done and this thing done on a Sunday where I know I have free time, whether the kids are here or not, whether baby girl is awake and I need to feed her. I can get all of this done because I know I have all this free time. And then I need to put myself in reality and be like, well, hold up, wait a second. Don't we have plans? Are there plans that we have time for the family? Is there movie time? Do we need to check in on the parents? So, ding ding, hello, time frame during your time, and you have to set that aside. Time management. So, the one thing that I really enjoy and love about the SMART framework is that it keeps me motivated and it gives me perspective as to what I want to achieve in the end. Having this type of framework allows anyone to stay focused for the end result. For me, this podcast and having it come into fruition is my end result. The consistency adds on to the direction of how I would like to achieve with the Spill It With Rios podcast. What I love also is how much growth comes along with the process. I love the saying, there's always room for more improvement. There's always room to grow. Because everything's a learning experience. Especially when when it comes to new things. You are taken out of your comfort zone... And you get to eliminate any excuse to say that a goal is impossible to achieve. Because when you get out of that comfort zone, you knock out any excuses, your goal is achievable. It's not impossible to basically start it. It's not impossible to continue it. What's impossible is that it's not going to happen if you stay in one place. I also want to point out that, lastly, the SMART goal framework helps you live with fewer regrets, in my humble opinion. Because you won't ponder or you won't like walk around in your head thinking the what-ifs, why didn't I? Or I wish I did. You won't have those kind of statements constantly running through your mind. It, it will stay with you forever if you keep living with regret. We all know that it's one of the worst feelings in life to feel regret. I can personally say that in it's 2022, I've been wanting to do a podcast since the pandemic. Not just because that it was a pandemic and there was more, quote, free time for some people but it was during a time in my life where I was able to put things more together in my life and thought I wanted to do this I would love to do this but never really set time aside and sat down to write any bullet points to say like okay Here's step one, step two, step three. I just kept saying, I'm not the kind of person to do a podcast. I'm not the kind of person to sit down behind a mic and just talk about my opinion or my tips to help other people. I, I found every single excuse to not do this podcast because it was outside of my comfort zone. 
the benefits of the SMART goals framework is very life-changing. It is very simple, I will admit, but it is very life-changing. This method works in all facets of life and can be executed properly. There is no excuse to fail and it helps you stay on track and take action with what you want to do. If you have a goal, a passion, a hobby that you want to do, you don't know where to start, write it down. Just write it down. See if it gives you that feeling to keep going. Have a team of supporters. Or if you want to start doing it by yourself, there's nothing wrong with that either because the ideas start with you. And I'm with you all the way because I'm right in the smack of it right now. I have moments where I want to be all over the place, but I need to give myself that reality check and just take three deep breaths and continue with what I plan to do. You can do what you are passionate about. It's up to you to get out of your comfort zone, use those SMART goals, and get it done. I know you can do it. I believe in you and trust the process. Until next episode, thanks for tuning in. so much for listening in if you enjoyed this episode it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or share the episode on social media and tag me so i can personally thank you for getting the message out i'm humbled and grateful to be on this journey with you so until next time i'll talk to you again soon